0: put the text in context Israel has been in captivity for 400 years their 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 faith has been diluted their their theology and and their worship has uh, been uh, diluted uh, by the Egyptians and, and we know this because afterward when Moses leads them out he goes up on the mountain to pray and while he's gone they 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 make a golden calf and start worshiping the golden calf and and saying this is what brought us out of egypt their their faith was messed up <clears throat> but as the affliction and and the pressure and the stress started mounting, your Bible says they cried out to God. Even though they had issues, they cried out to God and he heard them. Even though they were messed up in in their faith and had no faith, actually, God still heard them when they cried. Even though they were struggling with life, God heard them when they cried. And I just want to thank God this morning that we don't have to have it all together. If we'll just cry out to God, he'll hear our cry and show us things that we know not of. If you're thankful for that, shout amen. Now, now, now God had a plan all along for his people and i've come to tell you this morning that god has a plan for your life jeremiah 29 and 11 in the new living translation god said i know the plans that i have for you Mm that they're plans for good and not disaster I know the enemy's been speaking disaster to some of you this week, but God said, tell my people I got a plan for them, not disaster, to give them a future and to give them hope. Listen listen at what the message Bible says. God said, I know what I'm doing. Now, now sometimes it looks chaotic, but God said... I know what I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I have it all planned out. Mm-hmm. Plans to take care of you and plans to give you the future uh, that you're hoping for. Shout, God has a plan this morning. <clears throat> now, now, I, I want to show you this plan. Uh, in in Exodus 13 and 17 in the NIV, <clears throat> the Scripture says that that God did not lead them uh, through the Philistine country, even though it was a shorter route. God said, "I'm going to lead them out in the wilderness because God had a plan." to drown Pharaoh in the Red Sea. He was going to take care of them once and for all. But the thing about God, he don't always share his plans with you. Verse number four, God said, Moses, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart so I can get some honor through this situation that the people are going through right now. Now, the Hebrew word for honor here means to show the Egyptians, to show Israel, and to show us this morning that God is still in charge. That he's still more powerful than any opposition you'll ever face. That he has more resources and he's stronger than anything you'll ever come up against. God put them in this predicament so he could show them and us that it's not by might nor by power, but it's still by God's spirit saith the Lord the Holy Spirit is still in charge of your life and he will still lead you and guide you and show you things to come you you've got inside information in your spirit this morning if you're thankful give him one more hand praise up in this house Now, now Pharaoh here is is a type of Satan that has that's mentioned all through the Bible. Now, what the devil would love this morning is for you to believe that there is no devil it's just a fairy tale it's uh, it's, it's just something that Hollywood came up with but but you have a devil to fight this morning. He's mentioned from Genesis to Revelation. He he comes after Adam and Eve to destroy them, but God already has a plan before the enemy ever attacked. He he comes after Job, he he, he tells God, "I'm going to cause Job to curse you uh, to your face." But God already had a plan in mine, and gave Job double for the trouble that he was going through. And the God that we serve is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Job ends up with double for the trouble uh, that the enemy put him through, and and then Satan comes to Daniel, and and you know the devil he'll talk to you. He said, I'm going to cause them lions to eat you up in the lion's den. But God sent his angel and shut the mouths of the lion and and the attack of the enemy didn't work on Daniel and it's not going to work on you. The Bible said what God does he does forever and he'll send you an angel if he needs to to break the attack on your life he the the enemy comes to the apostle Paul he sends messengers the your Bible said Satan sent messengers to buffet him to hit him emotionally and mentally and and physically but God sent him a word to bring healing and deliverance. God said, Paul, my grace is going to be sufficient for this attack that you're under. And the grace of God broke the attack of the enemy. And God's grace is still sufficient this morning for whatever you're going through, whether whether it's... uh, uh, emotional or, or mental or a physical attack on your life, God's grace is sufficient. That means it's more than enough. Because Jesus Christ went to Calvary's cross, we have grace this morning that'll lead us through any and every situation we'll ever go through. And the first step for, for going forward uh, in this new season that we're in is God'll give you a grace for the attack you're under. Shall I have faith in the grace? Now, now shout it like you really mean it. Amen. Now now in verse number 10, Fa- Fa- Pharaoh starts drawing near to the children, of Israel, and they lifted up their eyes, and your Bible said uh, they were sore afraid. Now, <clears throat> the, the Hebrew says they were frightened, terrified, and yeah. tormenting. Now, 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 uh, the spirit of fear has torment. It, it'll afflict you uh, mentally. It'll afflict you uh, emotionally, and 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 physically. It. The spirit of fear will just shut down uh, uh, your life. You, you remember when when Peter was on the ship with Jesus. Now now Peter was the key man. Jesus said, "Peter, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven." But but when they got in a storm, the scripture says that Peter ran to Jesus and said carest thou not that we perish? And God showed me this week in my my study time and in my prayer time that the enemy is trying to convince you that God doesn't care for you, that you're too messed up. We were downtown preaching and And uh, there was a a lady that came up to the altar and her t-shirt said, I'm a messed up puppy. See, see, and and the enemy will try to convince you that you're too messed up for deliverance or for healing. Or that that God didn't love, that he really doesn't love you. I told a man this week, I said, do you believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him. He said, Pastor, I'm just just having a struggle. You, You don't know how messed up I am. I said, it doesn't matter how messed up you are. Jesus Christ took a beating at the whipping post and then he hung on the cross. So whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We, we've got to settle it in our mind and spirit once and for all that God cares about us. First John 4, 18 says, perfect love will cast out fear. The hospital can't cast it out. Your therapist can't cast it out. They'll talk to you for an hour for about 200 bucks, but then it'll come right back. God is the only one that can cast out the spirit of fear and he sent me on assignment today to cast that spirit completely out of the region Satan the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you this morning we cast that spirit out somebody shout in the name of Jesus Mm mm-hmm and the second step for moving forward, and you got to get this second step, you have to know that God loves you this morning. If you'll settle it once and for all, the love of God will cast that fear out of your house. Now, be part of 10. When, when the people saw the Egyptians marching, Fear started overpowering their faith. I, I, I was I was with a, um, a psychologist um, uh, several weeks ago, and, and he, he's traveling all over the world, book solid, because of the spirit of fear that the enemy has unleashed against the whole world. And and he said, fear. Has fruits. It, it the fruit of fear is anxiety and 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 depression and 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 turmoil. And, and and I said, Well, what what weapon are you using against that spirit? He said, The love of God. He, he said people have lost faith. And even Jesus asked the question if there would be faith in these last days that we're living in. Now now we know that, that Israel had f- some faith in God. Your Bible said God has given every person the measure of faith. So they had a measure of faith because it took faith for them to go ask the Egyptians for their silver and gold. You know, because folks are tight, uh, uh, pretty tight with their money, especially when it gets funny. But, 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 they had, but, but they had faith to follow the instruction and they had faith in the blood of the Lamb. Moses said, a destroyer is going to pass through the nation. But if they see the blood on the doorpost and the lintel of your house, that destroyer is going to have to pass over that house. They had faith because they killed the lamb. And there was no precedent for it. Moses just said, kill a lamb and put the blood on the doorpost." But when Pharaoh started coming, their fear overpowered their faith that was both working together at the same time. So Moses said that a thousand fell at his side and 10,000 in his right hand. But it didn't come nigh his dwelling because of the blood of the lamb now there's a more powerful blood that we have access to today and that's the blood of jesus christ and we overcome satan i said we still overcome satan by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our mouth there's still power in what you say today shout i'm covered by the blood so, so even though uh, uh, the, the people, they, they, were, they started murmuring against Moses, the one man that God sends to help them, uh, they've lost confidence in because of fear. They won't, they won't receive what he's got to say uh, uh, because of fear. Verse number 12, uh, they were fighting and threatening Moses. They said, we'll just go back to Egypt. We'll, we'll just go back to where we came from. Uh, and, and Moses knew Egypt was a superpower. He knew they were, they had no chance against Pharaoh uh, and 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 his army. He, he knew if God didn't step in and rescue them, they had no hope. And, and God spoke to me and said, I'll be speaking to people this morning that, that are in the biggest attack of their life. And if God doesn't show up and rescue them, they will have absolutely hope. Uh, no hope. But in verse 13, Moses starts prophesying. Now you really have to be a prophet to, to be able to speak a prophetic word right in the midst of people that are criticizing you, that are hating on you, that don't believe anything you've got to say. But But listen to this pastor. He said, fear not. He puts his finger right on the problem. He said, fear not, shout no fear here. He, he, he starts prophesying and said, if you'll just stand still, you'll see the salvation of the Lord. And, and the third step for moving forward uh, in this new season that we're in, we have to believe and receive the prophetic word of god well, well bishop i don't know what god's saying i told you what he's saying just keep moving forward just just keep putting one foot ahead of the other keep Pleading the blood of Jesus over your family, over your finances, over your life, and you'll walk right through this situation. So he prophesied that the Egyptians that you see today, that you've been dealing with today, you will see them no more forever, because God has a plan for dealing with the enemy. Shot! I'm going with God's plan. Now, now, in in verse number fifteen, uh, Moses cries out to the Lord because he's prophesied, uh, uh, but 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 it's getting worse. Pharaoh's got his best six hundred uh, iron chariots leading the way, and behind them are all the chariots of Egypt. So he cries out to God and says, "God, I gotta have a word." I gotta have somebody to talk to. If, 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 if there's just somebody, if there's just somebody, that's, that's why the therapists have, have increased their crisis and and it takes six months now to to, to get into them because uh, people are just wanting to talk about uh, what they're going through but but Moses uh, he, he couldn't talk to Pharaoh because Pharaoh's trying to kill him he he can't talk to Israel because they're just wanting to all go back to Egypt they said just leave just leave us alone so he cries out to God for a life word for for a now word, he said, God, I, I need something right now that will bring deliverance to these people, and God said, Okay, I'm gonna give you one. Keep moving forward. Just, just tell the people to keep moving forward. But, 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 but the red seas in front. I know. But just keep moving forward. But, but, Pastor Moses, you don't realize I, I've got these little ones, and I got grandma. She can, she can barely walk. God said, just keep everybody moving forward. I've got a plan that's going to take care of the enemy. Shout amen to that. Mm-hmm. But Because the miracle was in their motion. The, the miracle was, was them just going forward and, and moving forward. And, and sometimes uh, the prophetic word is as simple as just following these instructions. See, if they would have stopped at, at Pirahiroth, they would have been destroyed right there and would never heard another word from them. When you're in a crisis, you need a God said. Once, once Moses got a God said, uh, he was all right. And, and, if, and if you can just get a hold of a God said this morning, somebody shout, well, God said. God said. See, because the enemy, he's going to keep talking and talking and talking, but you just got to tell the enemy, God said, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. See, that's where you need a prophet in your life that'll just say, well, God said this. I was, I was running and gunning and minding my own business on, on Thursday before last, and my prophecies that all she does is lays and prays. She said, Bishop, I was on my knees at 5 a.m. Thursday morning, and God said to tell you and Christian world to keep moving forward. Somebody shout, God said. Mm-hmm. You gotta you got get that in your spirit. And verse 16, God said, Moses, now, now you're gonna lift up your rod and divide the Red Sea. See, God's wanting Moses and us to realize everything we need, we've got in our hands today. God said, I will supply all your need according to my riches and glory. And and I want you to just think back a couple of years or a couple of decades H- has has God ever let you down yet? No. You know, I, yesterday I was I was playing basketball with with baby Levi, <clears throat> and as he was dribbling, I was trying to get the ball. He's going from one hand to the other, and and my mind went back to. To, to when the specialist said uh, he'll never walk and 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 it, and if he uh, it, best he'll he'll live his life in a wheelchair and and when I got that news from Pastor Jason I went, I started immediately praying and as I was looking out the window I saw this little boy just he was dribbling 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 uh, making shots and and I said God. If if you'll just touch him, because because they said he's got brain damage, and 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 he'll have to wear a helmet all of his his life because because of his premature state. And I said, God, if you'll just touch him. I wish I wish now that I would have asked for some other things, but I, I, I said, if, "If you'll just touch him where where he can dribble the basketball and where he can make a hoop like that little boy right there just made." And yesterday, as I was pray, as we were playing with that basketball, I said, uh, uh, "Thank you, Jesus." And, and 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 Levi said, "What? What'd you say, Papa?" I said, thank you, Jesus, because my mind just went back to to an impossible situation that that I was facing. And the doctor said, "We're nothing, nothing we can do. And and the specialist said, there's nothing we can do. Have you ever had a situation where everybody said, there's nothing we can do? But God, who is rich in mercy, shows up and makes a way. Well, it look like there's no way at all. If he's ever done that for you, give him a high hand praise this morning. Oh, Lawrence, go ahead and take me to church. Somebody needs to give God a praise. See, he's been too good to us for us to just sit down on our hands He showed up and made a way where you didn't know how. Come on, your praise is a weapon this morning. Father, I want to praise you. I can remember the Daniels were facing a situation. They didn't know a way out, but God made a way. And Curtis, Curtis used to live on the street, but God opened up a door and made a way for him where he didn't didn't think there was a way. Oh, uh, we serve a way maker this morning. I don't feel like we've showed enough gratitude. Father, I ask for an attitude of gratitude to hit Christian world. You've let the enemy rob your praise. You, you, you've let the enemy sap your strength and sap your joy. Lord, I just want to thank you for Christian World, for all the miracles. Lord, we thank you. of Jesus well well, Bishop you don't realize what I've been going through then offer the sacrifice of praise with the fruit of your lips Uh, because that praise honors God He's looking for somebody. In fact, your Bible said God is looking to and fro throughout the whole earth. He's looking for somebody that he can show himself strong to. Here I am, Lord. God said, God said, just keep it moving for Verse number 16. God said, Moses, I want you to lift up that rod. Now, now Moses, he's looking at all these chariots and they're coming. He, he's looking at all these chariots coming and he's looking at that rod and he's thinking, Lord, all this is is a rod uh, uh, against the superpower of the world during that time. Mm-hmm. See, God worked most of his miracles in this book right here with what people had in their hand. Because the enemy, he'll tell you, well, you, you know, you don't have enough. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough people. You don't, you don't have enough influence. You, you don't have enough this or that. And, and God's, God's trying to show Moses and us this morning everything we need right in our hand. God has put, he has not left us helpless or hopeless. He's put everything we need right in our hands. When the Philistines were coming after Samson, all he had was the jawbone of an ass. But God used that to give him a great victory. And he's going to use what he's already put in your hand. With the little lady that said, I've only got a handful of meal. And, and the prophet said, that's all you need because God works miracles with what you've got in your hand. I asked Pastor Jay what he'd be preaching this morning. Now it's just 9 30 in California. They, he's probably still in the bed, but he said, uh, Papa, I'm going to do that oil thing. He said, it just seems like God multiplying that oil. It's, it's been, it's been working everywhere. He he was preaching that uh, this past Saturday night and a pastor from Canada came and said, I want you to bring this to Canada. We, we need that oil flowing in Canada. He said, uh, you, you don't know. He said, you think America's bad. He said, Canada. Oh, Canada. Ah, God, God used that one little pot of oil uh, all david had was a rag and a rock and you know the devil was talking to him you know you 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 you, you don't have the training. you don't you you don't have the ability you you don't, in fact nobody would even goliath had an armor bear nobody would even go with david mm-hmm. but little is much when god is in it he walked out there with a rag and a rock, and the giant said, I'm gonna feed your caucus to the buzzards. They sent a boy out here after me. And David ran at the giant. You see, you gotta run at what's threatening you this morning. <clears throat> If you cower down, the giant will destroy you. But if you'll run at him with the word of God in your mouth. Folks, we in a new season where we're going to have to start confessing the word of God. We're gonna have to start confessing, even though I feel weak, the Bible said I'm strong. Even though it looks like I'm poor, I'm rich. We're gonna have to start confessing and confessing and confessing the Word of God, and it'll drive the enemy back. David didn't even have a sword. So he takes the sword away from the giant. Because God will use what he puts in your hand. He, he, you know, he... He used a sack lunch when the when the disciples said we need to send the people away, and Jesus said, "Well, well, let's let's see what we what we got amongst us here." And Andrew said, "Well, we we've got these two small fish and five pieces of bread." And Jesus said, "Well, shoot, that'll be more than enough, but but because whatever we put in God's hand." he'll use it in a powerful way. And the fourth step for moving forward is to have faith in what God has put in your hand. Verse, verse number 19 and the angel. See, we forget about the angels. Your Bible said he gives his angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now that's just paralyzed by fear. God's loosening an angel to you right now. D- Daniel, Daniel w- was under such a battle in Babylon. The scripture, he, uh, Daniel said, I was weak all over, but God sent his angel and touched me. And he said, immediately I was strengthened. Mm-hmm. There's angels in the room right now. You say, well, Bishop, I, I don't know if I believe in them or not. Well, I do because I've seen them, okay? trust me there, there's angels that 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 are and they hearken to the voice of god's word when they hear you confessing god's word when they hear you putting god's word in your mouth when the enemies yan in your ear they excel in strength and they'll drive off those demonic spirits they're all ministering spirits that God has given the heirs of salvation. Now, we don't worship them, but I thank God that they're standing by. They're standby angels. Paul was in a storm that it looked like the ship would go under. In fact, Paul said, we had all lost hope, but, but a standby angel came. It didn't stop the storm. But he said, nobody's going to lose their life. Now this ship's going to be broken up. And you're going to have to make it on the shore uh, with pieces of boards. But nobody's life will be lost. They they were throwing everything. They're fixing to throw Paul overboard, but Paul had a word. He said, Hold it just a minute. God said. The angel of God in whose I am and whom I serve said, nobody's going to lose their life, but you got to stay in the ship because uh, because God's going to save every soul. Paul had a God said. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. So, So the angels were there. And your Bible said... They had, the angel had been leading Israel, even though they didn't realize it. And there was the cloud that was leading them. For three days, Sister Pastor said, they were right there at Pirahiroth, you know, right next to Beelzebub. They were in a cul-de-sac. They were in a situation where the, it just looked like, oh my God. This is the big one right here. I I, I just don't don't feel. Baby, you can't go by feelings. Jeremiah said, your feelings are deceitful. They're up one day and down the next. They're like a roller coaster. Sometimes up, sometimes level with the ground. You you can't go by those feelings. The just shall live... By faith, we we were doing a, a a a study on the word live. It it means to be exuberant. It means to be with expectation. To live by faith, it it means that you're expecting God just to make a way where there seemed to be no way at all. Mm-hmm so so god has a hedge of protection all around them but they didn't realize it because of fear it had paralyzed their faith now now the cloud here is a type of the supernatural covering of almighty god see satan Satan came before God and God said, have, have you considered Job a man that loves me and hates evil? And the, and, the, and the devil said, yes, I have considered him, but you've got a hedge of protection built all around. I feel like running right now. See, see, see God has a hedge of protection around his people. Now, uh, verse 25, uh, the Egyptians pursued. Now, 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 you'd think, Lord, if, if you really love me, you, you, you'd just uh, strike them all with blindness, you know, uh, to, uh, to where they can't get any closer. But But they pursued, and your Bible says that God pulled off the chariot wheels. <clears throat> Now, I want you to stand with me now because I'm going to prophesy that, that God is going to start pulling off whatever's been chasing you. What, whatever's been coming after you. If it's been anxiety, I'm going to prophesy that God's going to pull the anxiety. Now, you'll have to keep it off, but God said, you prophesy and I'll bring it to pass. God's going to pull depression off of somebody. He's going to pull fear off of somebody, fear that has been paralyzing somebody and, and has almost brought you down. God said, I'm pulling heaviness off of the people. I'm, I'm pulling spirits of infirmity. You know, there's a, a spirit that can get a hold of you. Even the, remember that lady, she was a child of Abraham, but she was bowled over for eight years but jesus pulled it off of her and you know isaiah said that if you'll put on the garment of praise it'll drive it'll pull off spirits of infirmity so what i want us to do your praise is a weapon this morning your worship is a weapon this morning if you need God to pull things off your life, I want you to come right now. Come and stand at the altar as, as the elders are coming right now. Now I'm going to tell you this, I'm anointed this morning to pull fear off of you. God spoke to me at 330 this morning and he said, I'm putting a fresh anointing on you to pull fear off the people. Now you'll have to keep it off, but I'm going to pull it off here today in the name of Jesus. Now, now the scripture says that when Miriam, when Miriam saw Pharaoh, Bobbin in the Red Sea because he was leading the pack. This is the first mention of praise that we have in the Bible. Miriam got her tambourine and she started singing praise to God. And the more she praised, the more wheels came off the chariots. And when the other women saw that, everybody started praising and every chariot wheel was pulled off of the enemy i want us to reach down in our spirit one more time and i want us to begin to praise and worship god and as you're worshiping god's gonna start pulling off what the enemy has put on you now jehoshaphat learned this when, when three nations were coming against him, he said, Lord, I don't know what to do. So Jehoshaphat appointed his singers and they began to sing praises to God. They began glorifying God. David said it like this. God came right down and inhabited the praise of the people. As, as we praise him right now, I want you to believe God for your miracle. I want you to reach out. His amazing grace is in the place right now. It's here for you right now. Thank you for it, Father. Just reach out to him. God's going to start pulling things right off of your life today. Father, I believe your prophetic word. God said to just keep going forward. God said, it. keep going forward. You'll keep going forward. You'll walk right out of this thing in the
1: name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You, you've, you, you've been in a cycle of my heaviness, But God's God said, God said, if you'll just praise right Him right now, He's going to lift that off of you right now. You have to have we faith in what God says." Thank you, thank it, Jesus.
0: Father, Lord, thank you. Thank you right now, God Father.
1: I've been set God, free. God's, God's i got my savior me. God, God said to tell you he loves you love and he's pulling it off of you right now. Just praise me for him right
0: now. Father, thank you. Thank you.
1: Amazing grace how sweet the sound that same a wretch like was blind but now i see my chain
0: Jesus. It's all about Jesus this morning. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you this morning in the name of Jesus.
1: Thank
0: you for your touch this morning. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus Nothing but the blood me Thank you Jesus Thank You for Your Word this morning. Thank You for Your Word this morning. Thank You, Father. Thank
1: You for Your precious blood.
0: for the precious blood of the lamb thank you
1: jesus
0: no other power i know nothing but the blood nothing but the blood of jesus what can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of jesus what can make me whole this morning Nothing but the blood of Jesus. If you receive the word of the Lord, give him one more hand praise in his house. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Father, thank you for your issue word that holds us together. God's word is your armor of protection against the enemy. Now, now, God spoke to me early this morning. I, I need to, I need you, I need to read to you what God said. In Isaiah 41 and 10. This is what God said early this morning. Fear not. not. Shout no fear here. Fear not. I am with you. And I, I know the enemy's been battling you. And telling you God's not with you. God said fear not i'm with you be not dismayed for i'm your god i will strengthen you i will help you i will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness see see because jesus is righteous all we have to do is have faith in the righteousness of god that's in christ jesus he's made us righteous david said it like this he's forgiven all of our iniquity let's give god a hand praise for that right there Well, well, Bishop, I, I, I just don't know if I can believe that. I, I don't feel like he's forgiven. You don't have to feel it, baby. His word said, I've forgiven all your iniquity. And I've healed all your disease. You better look at God. Behold, all that were incensed against you shall be put ashamed. God said, I'm going to confound them and they'll they'll become as nothing. And they that strive against you, they're going to perish. You'll see. You'll look for them and won't even be able to find them. Mm-hmm. They that war against thee shall become as nothing, as a thing of naught. For I am the Lord. For I am the Lord that's holding your right hand saying unto you fear not I'm gonna help you now now I don't know that everybody's been battling the spirit of fear but somebody has I want you to get a seed a $41 seed And sow this seed toward destroying the spirit of fear that's been after your family. God said, fear not. That's what I want you to go home with. So, But Bishop, you don't know what I'm facing. God said, fear not. I'm with you don't be dismayed. I'm your God. And Father, as the people gather their seed to sow against this spirit that's that's coming against them or coming against their family or coming against a loved one, When you see this seed, use it to drive out every spirit of fear Or, or the fruit, the fruit of fear, which is anxiety, depression, hopelessness. Drive it out in the name of Jesus And we'll be careful to give you the praise, Father. If you got your seed ready, bring it to the altar. God said, my eye is continuously on my house. If you need God to drive something out of your life, sow a seed toward your need, and we'll see you Wednesday night in the name of Jesus.